Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than six years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and for providing quality math lessons for my children. So friends, if you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. Today we're going to talk about the Word of God. This is episode 218 and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And I want to thank our sponsor that is ctcmath.com for information about award-winning math classes for grades K through 12. Check out our sponsors link in the show notes. When we think about the Word of God, we consider the Holy Bible as a source, as we should. But what about internal thoughts or those feelings that God is with us? Well, today we're going to talk about that and more. In previous episodes, we've talked about being able to hear God's voice. And God's voice is not overpowering, for most of us anyway, and for me in particular. It's something I have to really listen to carefully. And then we think, well, maybe this isn't God's word or we're not hearing God correctly. Well, the Lord promised not to leave us orphans. He promised to be with us always until the end of time. And he asked his disciples in what is known as the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some were troubled. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. Well, many of us attend church weekly at a minimum, and some of us more often, such as going to daily Mass. We hear sermons. We listen to the Word of God read to us, as well as reading the Scriptures on our own in quiet time. Yet, how often do we stop and reflect on the words that we're reading? Do we consider this God's personal testimony, if you will, to us? 
that God is speaking to us through his word? Do we consider it our life journey that we're on? And we should. We're just passing through, folks. When we look at our life as Christians, we are elevated to a place that is beyond this world. And having this perspective helps put us in the perfect frame of mind to believe and be a believer. But what do you believe? I believe that God does talk to us. To begin with, we start with his word, and then we go from there. And as we read the Bible or a specific passage, we need to stop and think and consider the words and consider what is resonating with us. Have you ever read a particular scripture passage and then maybe some time goes by and you read it again and it has a whole new meaning for you, for your specific situation in life? Or maybe you've picked up the Bible and started reading it at a time when you were at your lowest and it's as if God's word is answering a question that you didn't even ask. Well, there are so many glimpses of God's love for humanity, first with the creation of the world, then with the trials of humanity when in opposition to God. I read something that said, quit trying to find out God's will for you and just live your life as a godly Christian. Well, that's a really nice meme on social media. But God's will for us and for our life happens whether or not we're in tune to it. And sometimes we fight against it when we know that we shouldn't. Everything in our lives happen not only because of our free will, but because God allows it. And that's really hard to take in, especially when things are going really badly or poorly in your life or because of our own sinful nature. And that is why we turn to faith in times of great need and turn our backs to God when everything is going well. And if we're not in practice, if you will, for lack of a better terminology, of, you know, being the best we can, of, you know, uh, working the hardest we can and striving for, you know, that level of faith in God that surpasses all understanding, then it's going to be really hard and it's going to be harder for us when things go bad. In learning to obey the word of God, we are taking that first step, that action to do God's will by learning and loving God as he loves us. Of course, our love can never compare with the love the Father, the Son, and the Spirit has for us. You know, when I look at the scriptures, I find different ones that really resonate with me. And one of them that is just so beautiful is John 17, 20 through 26, because here we see Jesus speaking to God the Father. And it's such a moving passage because it gives us an example of not only how we should pray, but an example of the Son's love for the Father and the Father's love for the Son and the Son's love for us. It starts out in verse uh, seventeen twenty. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, and that they may be one as we are one. 
I in them, and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Read that passage yourself, and that's John 17, 20-26 in your own quiet time. And think about the phrases that resonate with you. Which of those words touches your heart? Write them down in your own journal and underline the phrases that have an impact on you. And that's the first step in really studying the Word of God and learning about His Word and how it applies to your life. For me, I love the words, I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Which one of us does not want the love of Christ in us? What more can we ask for in our lives than to have the love of God within us? You know, that is the pinnacle of love that God gave his life for our redemption. In some Bibles, the words of Jesus are highlighted in red. He spoke so clearly in many places, and in others, there were parables or stories that taught a deeper truth. Write the verses that touch your heart and meditate on these, and you will fill pages and pages of your journal because you cannot help but be touched and changed by his word. I know I was reading something the other day about how meditation helps us in so many ways, just being able to calm our lives down and focus. And unfortunately, there are so many new agey things out there that are not of the Lord that people uh, meditate on. But what better way than to read your Bible and think about, uh, really focus on the words and what um, it is saying to you. The Bible is filled with salvation history, but it's also filled with a call to action. And this call is to change for the better. In the book of Hebrews, verse 412, we read, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. You know, we can go through life and act a certain way and people can look at us and that can be our, you know, outdoor personality or our social personality. And that's not really who we are. And sometimes we do that, you know, it's called putting on a mask. So people, you know, don't see the true us, but God sees truly who we are. And he knows, he knows our thoughts. He knows our you know, attitudes. He knows our purpose. And by meditating and making the Word of God our own, it changes us. It can't help to change us. It makes us strive to be the best we can be. 
When I read the Old Testament, I'm heartbroken by the choices that many of our ancestors made. You know, just in a nutshell, think of the Garden of Eden. Think of Moses. Think about the Israelites. Think about the call of Jeremiah for change. Now fast forward to the New Testament, and we see that evil men are in power, and the people are crying out to God for relief, just like they did in the Old Testament. And then the Lord God gave us Jesus. Now look at today. Evil men still try to rule the world and still try to bend the will of the people. Yet we know the outcome because the difference between us and those who lived during the time of the Old Testament is that we have a Savior and his name is Jesus Christ. We know the end of the story and the end of the story is that Christ is victorious. We must repent, believe, and change for the better, but we must do it with a Christian foundation. We have all been chosen to serve, and it's no accident that you're tuned in today. God is not going to leave us stranded, and we have his word. Let me leave you today with this thought. Romans 12:2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So friends, your goal this week is to study the word of God, to journal, to meditate, and to let God's word not only bless you, but call you to be the best you can be. God bless. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.